What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Sahil Sagal Show, where we interview some unstoppable entrepreneurs who are dominating figure in their businesses. And guess what? Who we have today on our show? Our today's guest is literally on fire all the time. He's the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, an award-winning podcast where we where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs who are truly on fire. He has done over three thousand all three thousand episodes, one million plus listens a month, and multiple seven figures in re- annual revenue. Without any further ado, let's welcome John Lee Dumas to our show. What's up, everyone? This is Sahil here, and welcome to the Sahil Sagal Show, where I'm gonna be interviewing some crazy entrepreneurs out there who started from scratch with no experience, resources, and connections, and then later on became unstoppable and dominating figures in their respective businesses. We're gonna dive deep into the mindset of these super successful entrepreneurs to find out how they did it and how you can model it too. It's time to pick their brains and uncover all the strategies and tactics which these entrepreneurs used to scale their businesses from nowhere to multiple six, seven, and eight figures. Welcome to the Sahil Sagal Show. What's happening? Thanks for being here and for having me on. I am prepared to ignite. Absolutely. Thank you so much, John, for your time. We have very limited time, and I'm gonna be bringing the best out of this. I'm having a completely different feeling. First of all, John, to have you here, you're the king of the podcast. You have mastered this art by doing it not just like monthly, bi-weekly, or weekly, but you have done it daily. So my first question comes to that. You started a decade ago, if I'm not wrong. But why podcast? And second question to that is like, why you decided to do this thing every single day? Great questions all around. And the reality is this. I knew with certainty, Sahil, that I was going to be a bad podcaster when I started. Of course, I was going to be bad. I had never done it before. I had never interviewed somebody. I'd never been on a microphone before. I had never tried to create a conversation with these people that inspired me and that were doing awesome things. Of course, I was going to be bad. So I said, well, how does somebody get good at something? By doing it once a month? By doing it once a week? No, by doing it every flipping day. That was the only way I was going to go from bad to kind of bad to okay to kind of good. That was the only way I was going to make every progression to show up every single day and put in the flipping reps. That was my only chance, brother. Plus, I knew the truth that I wanted to be the best podcast in my niche. And guess what? There was zero podcasts that were seven days a week interviewing other entrepreneurs. So that meant the day that I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire, I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the worst daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And guess what? I won. Absolutely. That's so smart of you, right? You picked up something which was never existed, and now you said you're the best. I don't consider that worst. You are the That's best. worst. <laughs> Amazing. So since you you have hosted so much episodes now, like interviewed thousand plus interviews that you have done on this podcast, according to you, what makes someone actually a great host? By number one, showing up every single day and putting in the reps and doing it. Number two, identifying. What is a real problem in this world, a real problem in this world 
that I can create the best solution for, and then going out and finding those guests that will provide the best solutions to real problems in this world and giving them a platform to do it. That's what makes a great host. Listening, engaging, furthering the conversation, asking the questions that you know your listeners have. That's the biggest, by the way, um, compliment that I get from my listeners is when they say, John, you literally were asking the questions that were coming out of my mouth. Thank you. Because that means I'm in tune with my listeners. I have my finger on the pulse for my audience, Fire Nation. And that's what needs to happen in order to become a good host. That's a wonderful answer. I love it. Any day, any day, like you felt like not doing the show today or you exactly felt like that, not feeling it like, have you ever felt that thing? Of course, because I'm a human being. Some days I wake up, I'm on top of the world. Other days I wake up and I don't want to get out of bed. I feel like crap. I feel mm-hmm. unenthusiastic, not motivated, depressed, sad, down. We all have those days. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I'm overall a pretty energetic, motivated person, but that's not me every day. That's not me all the time. That's what you're seeing right now because I am excited to be here and I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time talking to you. I love doing this. But there's times this week that I was like, man, I am not happy right now. I am not feeling great right now. I am you know, feeling unmotivated, unproductive because I'm a human being. And so just accept that, that you're a human. You're going to have highs. You're going to have lows. You're going to have days in the middle. That's just a reality. Luckily, I created my business around the fact that one day per week, I do seven to eight interviews for Entrepreneurs on Fire. So that day is my Super Bowl. I wake up every day on that day, and I know that I've got to get myself going. I've got to show up. I've got to deliver. And if I want to have a bad day, it's going to be one of the other six days that I'm not doing the interviews for Entrepreneurs on Fire. It's a mental thing. And yes, again, I do have bad days. I do have days that I'm really glad that I was not doing interviews for my show. But every Thursday, I show up and I make it happen. Mm, that's lovely. I, I love this concept of like working one day in, and the rest of the six days are you are doing something else in your business. And that's how I think you talk about lifestyle business. I want to come into that. That's what the next question I wanted to ask. Like, What exactly is your definition on that? And most importantly, because a lot of beginner, we start with this time freedom, money freedom, lifestyle, all that stuff. But obviously, it's not in the initial phase, right? Initial phase of your journey. You have to hustle. You have to grind a lot in the initial phase. According to you, what exactly is the lifestyle business, is it? And how long someone should wait for that exactly thing to happen, to have that lifestyle business? Listen, for me, a lifestyle business is waking up every day, doing what you want, where you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with. If you're doing what you want, where you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with, you are running a lifestyle business. And again, not every day is going to be great running a lifestyle business. Even if you're doing those three things, some days are going to be great. Some days are going to be crappy. Some days are going to be in between. It's still going to be a roller coaster. It's still going to be an emotional up and down because that's just the world we live in. That's human. That's being a human being, period, end of story. But if you can wake up and do what you want, where you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with, you're running a lifestyle business and likely more days than not are going to be pretty decent days. Some days are going to be great. Some days are going to be decent. 
And every now and then you're going to have a crappy day because you're a human being. That's just how it is. So for me, I definitely had to put my nose to the grindstone and grind it out for months, even into the first year or two where I was understanding what it took to become a podcast host, to create an interview-based show, to build a team around me to do the things that I shouldn't be doing every single day because I should be focusing on X, Y, and Z. And my team needed to take care of the rest of the things that I wasn't focused on or I shouldn't be focused on. So that initial phase does take time. But then after a year, two years, you should have some semblance of this lifestyle business that we're talking about. And now here I am at year 10, I have this dialed in team. I've got understanding and knowledge of what I should be doing, JLD, as the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and what I shouldn't be doing. That takes time to understand. And over time, you can understand those things and grow the business that you want into that personal financial freedom, period. Wow, lovely. Love it. People who are watching us live, I hope you guys are making notes of it. That's what exactly is it. That's what JLD said. And in the process of that, John, like when, let's talk about this shows, like uh, launching your podcast show and all, you have seen it all. You have seen, you have been into so many interviews, have talked to so many entrepreneurs. What exactly you see the biggest mistake people make while with their shows? The copycats. They see somebody doing something successful and they say, if they're having success doing that thing and I do that thing, then I'll be a success as well. And that's just not how it works because you need to understand this. Nobody wants a pale, weak imitation of somebody else. What people want and what people need is the true, unique, authentic version of you. So you need to step back and say, I'm not going to copy this person. I'm not going to mimic that person. I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to identify one real problem in this world, key, one real problem in this world, and I'm going to create the number one solution to that real problem. And when you do that, you're going to win. When you become the number one solution to a real problem, you are going to win. Because Sahil, people will beat a path to the doorstep to the number one solution to a real problem they have. And they will ignore the second best solution to infinity because nobody wants the second best solution, the 10th best solution, the 100th best solution to a problem that they have. They want the best solution, so they will find you. But you've got to create not the number two, not the number 10, the number one solution, not to a fake problem, not to kind of a problem, to a real problem in this world. Hmm. Yeah, that that's so so strong. I would say, being a I love that part. Pale, weak imitation of someone else. Don't become that one. Harsh. Exactly. Yeah, true. That's so true. That's so true. I got this selfish question. I would say here on this one. Like I recently, this is um, I started my podcast three or four months ago. What is the best way or a framework that you would suggest to monetize your shows? Listen, we've been talking about it this whole episode. You need to ask your audience, what is your biggest struggle right now? And then you need to find what your audience is struggling with, their challenges, their obstacles, and then create the number one solution to their problem and then offer it to them. 
that's how you generate revenue. You have your listeners, your audience, they have problems. Everybody has problems. Which one do you want to create the number one solution to with all of their problems? And then you go all in on that. Mm. Love it. Love it. Cool. That's amazing. Is it easy? Of course not. If it was easy, everybody be millionaires and billionaires. But yeah. guess what? It's hard, but that's the path. Exactly. How long a person should wait for that time? Like sometimes Russell talk about, I, I know he's keep on, he was podcasting for a decade before he started getting an attention or that. According to you, what is the like realistic time frame? Sometimes people quit it. Sometimes people think it's not working for me. Like I tried and all. What is the good time frame, if any, that you would suggest to someone is to stick to this thing for these many years before you switch your path? Listen, there's no specific time frame, but there is a reality. If it's not working for you, it's because you're trying to be a pale, weak imitation of somebody else. Yeah. You need to have your nose at the grindstone. You need to find what is the true, authentic, genuine version of you, your passions, your excitement, your enthusiasm merged with your skills, your area of expertise into what I call the zone of fire. And then once you have your zone of fire and you create the number one solution to real problems within that zone of fire, you're going to win. It's just going to be a matter of time. Is it going to be nine months, 18 months, three years? I don't have the answer for you because there's a lot of factors there, yeah. but you will find your version of success when you follow those steps. Love it. That's great. Awesome. And I think that's what you also talk about in your book. That's what I was coming to the common paths to uncommon success. I want to know about like from you, obviously the author himself, who this book is for, like, what is the whole story? When did you write it? And what was the whole motivation behind well, it? There's a lot of questions there. We've already run out of time. So we've got to end on a high note. Absolutely. The common path to uncommon success it's a book that I spent 10 years learning from 3,700 successful entrepreneurs. I interviewed 3,700 successful entrepreneurs to gain the knowledge that it took to write the book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success. The book, which is 17 Steps to Financial Freedom and Fulfillment. So if you want financial freedom and fulfillment, you better be willing to follow 17 steps to get there. And that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. So check out uncommonsuccessbook.com. Get the book, read the book, follow the steps, and you'll get to your version of financial freedom and fulfillment. That's what the book does. Not because the genius is here or the knowledge is here. It's the genius and knowledge from 3,700 successful entrepreneurs that I've interviewed over a decade condensed into one book. So check the book out. Entrepreneurs on Fire is my podcast. eofire.com is my website. Free courses for all the entrepreneurs out there on podcasting, on webinars, on funnels. Check it out. And it was great chatting today. Absolutely awesome. I'll be posting out the link for all these in the show notes. Thank you so much, John, for your time today. It's been a pleasure again. It's awesome one. Thank you so much. Awesome, brother. Adios. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure to visit dreamclientsecrets.com to get more information about how you can grow and scale your online business. And if you love this show, don't forget to leave me a five-star review and I will see you in the next episode.